Good morning. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I don't know about you, but I've got so much to be thankful for this morning. God has been so good to Nikki and me. You know, I don't know how you feel about animals, but I believe they're a gift from God. And Miss Lenny, this morning, she's had her dog for 22 years. The dog is crying, and the dog is missing. Now, 22 years is a long time to have a pet. They become family, don't they? Yes. Well, I, I would ask everyone, after church, let's go see if we can find that dog for her. And I think that's very important. And I pray, Lenny, that you'll just be able to enjoy today's service. I know it it takes a lot for some of you to be able to come to church. But you see, you're honoring God and you're showing people where your treasure is. Where your heart is, that's where your treasure's going to be. And I'm thankful we have a place of worship. We have quite a few that's not here today. But it's a good reason or they'd be here. But the Lord is in this place. And you're in this place. And I'm in this place. And we just come to praise Him. We've come to honor the one that has made us who we are. He's brought us all a mighty long way, hasn't He? I don't know where I, I think I would be in hell if Jesus hadn't saved me. I don't think I'd live this long. But you know, as long as God's got a purpose for you and me, I don't care, cancer, whatever it may be, you're not leaving this earth until Jesus says it's over. Amen. And I'm happy to be here at 79. Doing fine. Don't drink no whiskey or turpentine. I love the Lord. I want to give thanks today. Let's remember now, let you just let the Holy Ghost just minister to you because don't forget, if God looks at the little sparrow, He knows exactly where your baby is. Want to remember Josie and two others getting baptized at six thirty, and so they have all made a profession that they have Jesus into their heart, and we know that baptized is not going to save. 
journey. Majority of what you're going to show people today is that you have made up your mind to follow Jesus. And you're not going to be perfect. Nobody, nobody in this place is perfect. But we're always going to have a heart to say, I'm sorry, Lord, would you forgive me? And He will. Let's just invite the Lord in this world. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give Thank <laughs> you. 
For I, the Lord, am with my people. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and repent, then I will hear from heaven. I have heard the cries of my people. I will take you to places that you have not been before in your walk with me, saith the Lord. But you must, you must stay focused on what I have called you to do. And do not say, what would you have me do, Lord? But say, I am willing, and I will be with you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Praise God. I tell you. Very seldom do I ever sing in tongues. Yes. Yes, right now. The Lord has brought us here together to strengthen us. Because some of us in here have some very hard days ahead. And we're going to need all the strength. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. We've got to start celebrating the goodness of God. Amen. He is totally awesome, and He has not forgotten about you and me, and He is going to be there to see us through. If He brings us to it, He'll bring us through it. Somebody say amen. Amen. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. And if you want to come up or if you just want to pray right where you are, that's fine. But let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask God for us to be able to see His hand working in our life. There's nothing any sweeter than a walk with Jesus. Amen. There's nothing any better. No food's any better. No pleasure is any better. No than to walk with Jesus and feel His presence. Amen. Oh, I felt His presence this morning when I come into this old building. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Isn't it amazing how God picks the simple things? Yes. He picks the simple people. Oh, He's so good. Amen. Because He's going to get the glory. Amen. He, Amen. You know, we need to quit saying, look what I've done, and start saying, look what the Lord has done. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We got to be an example to kids like Joseph. I had a person yesterday that was finding fault with things on the mountain. I said, wait. I said, we need to be thankful. We need to be a light on on this mountain instead of us falling in with the crowd and being judgmental about folks and finding fault we need to stand up and be separate and do what Jesus would do and Jesus never turned anyone away that came to him Jesus never pointed his finger except at the hypocrites and the religious people and he said you vipers you hypocrites 
That's right. But he never turned anyone away. Never. Amen. And we don't need to do that ourselves. Amen. 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 Well, let's let's just go ahead and sing this. For I mean, the goodness pray. of God. Yes. Let's do that. I'm going to deal with Augie this morning. says to enter into your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. And Lord, we certainly do that this morning. We want everything blotted from our mind except just being with you this morning and being with our precious family of God right up here on this mountain in this little building, God. And we pray for the sick, Lord. We pray for those that are dealing with health issues that you would intervene. Lord, have your way. Have your way today and let the power of the Holy Ghost minister to every need that we have. I just thank you, Lord, that we have the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, that we can we can follow His teaching, His leading, and He will draw us closer to Jesus and the Father. Lord, we, we just lift up your name this morning. We just lift up your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord God. We pray for those that are backslid, for them to come back to you, Lord. Lord, Satan is such a deceiver, and he, he, he acts like and tries to put it in our mind it's so hard to be a Christian and follow Jesus. But it's not, Lord, because you said, take my yoke upon me. Learn with me. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. And you're not going to put anything upon us any more than what we can bear. So, Lord, we just give this time to you. We honor you, Lord. We thank you. It's you that have provided us with our health, our salvation. It's you that has provided us with our jobs. It's you that's provided us with our finances. It's you that's provided us with family. It's you, Lord, that's in control of every situation. And help us, God, to turn to you. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to me this morning. I just praise you. I praise you, and I love you. I need you. Lord, you see my need. You see my need, Lord. Look beyond my fault, God. Oh, forgive us of our sins in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let it be done, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All my life you have been so, so good. 
bulletin. If you look at the back of uh, your bulletin, we have the prayer list, and maybe you have somebody or something you want to add to that. You need to pray for Carol's health. Her legs are bothering her. Um, evidently, she's uh, water is cooling or in, in her legs. So we need to lift Carol up uh, in prayer. And uh, Katie Price on the list. That is a young girl that's 15. And uh, she was diagnosed with cancer and went through treatment and was uh, totally cancer-free. And then it came in another uh, place in her body. And so uh, Kathy, darling, knows about her and uh, asked for prayer for her. And she told us last time she was at Women's Bible Study, she said Katie, when she was in the hospital, told everybody the gospel message of how to be born again and how to have eternal life with Jesus there in the hospital bed. You know, when you get close to the end of your life, and you know that you're getting closer to being home with Jesus. You're ready to tell everybody, aren't you? It doesn't, doesn't matter, you don't, uh, it just pours out of you. And so we can pray for Katie that she'll remain strong in her faith and the Lord will continue to use her. Uh, Lena Dotson, Lena, is uh, Skyler's grandmother and she fell, broke her shoulder. shoulder Hip and wrist. And wrist, yes. right. Um, she's probably in her 70s, so they're concerned about her, whether she'll be able to recover. So pray for her and Carol Blankenship's Aunt Ruth. And we always have Randolph and Merlene on here because they also have health issues, so we'll keep them in prayer. And Steve Knight and his family, the two boys going back to school. Might you get straight A's or do the best you can, right? <laughs> um, just do the best you can. Learn all you can. And uh, Tom, we haven't heard about Tom Mayhar. Uh, those of you who don't know him, he has that little trailer right across from Larry and B. Hudson. And he's battling cancer. Uh, Lenny, how's Randy? Doing better? Good, good. And the Powell family, uh, was that? Uh, it's when I lost her grandmother that was raising children. The kids seem to be doing pretty good. So oh, good. So you say the grandmother is raising the children? Uh, well, it was great-grandkids she was raising. They had a dog Oh, wow. She got sick and passed away. Oh. So the dad needs prayer. So the dad is raising the children? Yeah, some of the others, the, they're off and all stepping in and helping some, but he's got primary care of them. I see. So. Yeah. And we should keep uh, Charles Barton in prayer also, and uh, Tanya, with raising their three. Scarlett's daughter-in-law, let's see, Bob and Treva, what do you know about them? Treva called me uh, this week, and she's doing some better, and she says, as soon as I get straightened out, I'm coming up there. Oh, Chris. Yes, I said, you come on. Right. And Scarlett uh, has been to church. She's a friend of Shirley's. 
and uh, her daughter-in-law has to go through a surgery. So I pray for Scarlett because she said her daughter-in-law gets pretty grumpy when she's not feeling good. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, would anybody like to pray and lift them up in prayer? Uh, Nobody? Okay. <laughs> okay. Heavenly Father, we do count a privilege to be here today. And God, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that we have held already. Father, we pray, God, for every name on that list and every day that was called out. God, you know the need before we ask, oh God. I pray right now that you move on every home, every person, God, and just minister. You are the healer, Father. And we pray for Carol this morning. We rebuke yes. that sickness that's on her yes, and Lord. that ailment. And we just claim a healing right now, Lord. Jesus. Touch her, oh God. Yes, and let her Lord. just receive a healing right now. Yes. And Father, we pray for everyone that sits in here this morning. Whatever their need is, Father, we pray, God, right now that you right. intercede Thank for them, Lord. Lord. God, you, we pray, Lord, you, you care about everything that touches their heart, Lord. Yes, and we Lord. know you care about Nanny's little animal, Lord. Yes. And we pray, God, Amen. that when she comes home, that it's sitting there waiting on the Lord. God, yes. thank you for all that you've done. I pray, God, that you've just ministered a mighty healing touch. And we'll hear testimonies from all these names that were called out. Be with us today. We give you glory and honor, and we just ask that you be in the midst and have your way here this morning. Touch Amen. and anoint uh, Pastor Nikki and Pastor Buck. God, and bring forth the word as you see fit. Amen. We love you, we praise you, and we give you all glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. In this place this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. You need to grab a hold and get you some of this. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's turn to page 333. Reach out and touch as he passes by. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by. You'll find he's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment, your need to supply. Reach out and touch the Lord. Jesus, I had some bet and I don't have any here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Page 333, Jesus is all the world to me. I pray that he is your bread and butter. Amen. I pray that he's your all in all. Amen. Hallelujah. 333. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord.
He came to pay the price for our sins. Now, He's coming back. He's going to rule for sure. He's coming back. He came as a lamb the first time. He's coming as a lion the next time. That's right. But Jesus, that's all we've done was give. Give out. Give out. Today's message is what kind of a man? I'm not going to go into preaching it right quick, but uh, you know, sometimes we wonder what somebody's made of. Some people we see that they have all kinds of hardships coming up on them. And it seems like that it doesn't get them down. It, they, they have an inner strength that you, you can't see from the outside. And you wonder, what kind of person can go through all that and still hold up? Yes. Have you ever wondered about some people? Yes. There was this black lady that we bust the church every Sunday. And I mean to tell you, Sheila, you could smell how clean she was. And she was just all her hair, everything about her. And she was just so full of love. But she didn't have no legs. They had amputated both of them, come up to her groin. And I said to Nikki, man, I wonder. I just wonder how she's what kind what kind of woman can hold up under stuff like this. Yeah. And then the other morning I got to thinking about Jesus. What kind of man was Jesus? What kind of man? I'm getting into the message. <laughs> Anybody else have a testimony? Oh, I want to preach something. <laughs> discipline without love. Right. Some people get mad, whoop their children mm-hmm. out of their anger and not out of discipline. That's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
I know because I'm guilty. Shirley, and I've learned that there are some people that worship God and that are saved yes. that don't come to church. Yes. They don't tell other people they're Christian, but I know that Sai may not come to church but that man has the heart of a Christian he, he works he, he does things to show people he appreciates them and he's always respected me he built that nice little box back there in the corner uh, people serve God in different ways and another thing too we all have our faults it might be he likes to have beer and that's a fault but it ain't going to take him to hell without the blood of Jesus that's how you go to hell without being born again that's right. but anyway I, I wanted to stick up for us man just to get him Shirley, come here. I didn't want that. Well, you got it anyway. <laughs> no, I, come on, let us love you. I think 52 years, Lord, have mercy. Oh, my goodness. Merlin, come up here and hold her other hand. And we're going to sing. We're, we'll get Merlin to sing this song. Yeah, let's hear it, Yeah. I'll give you the I'll give you the tune, okay? This is my good friend. I know, that's why I brought you up here. Uh so you're gonna sing. Give her some music. this morning about what kind of man was Jesus 
and Pastor Buck asked me to sing, I Walked Today Where Jesus Walked. And uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> uh, Jesus is such a very present help. And he's always with us. We hold him close and he understands everything about us, what we're going through. He feels what we feel. And he's gone before us. And this song, the, the person who wrote it, Daniel, Daniel Tuhid, wrote the words. <laughs> and he was walking through Jerusalem, walking down the paths that Jesus walked, and thinking about Jesus as a little boy running down the path. And, and then he came to the, the cross. And he was thinking about Jesus and what he went through and what he was carrying, the suffering and the burdens that Mr. Tuhig was carrying seemed much lighter when he thought about Jesus and what he had suffered as a man as he walked up Calvary's Hill and he looked at the cross and so he picked up his burden and he continued on and endured because he got his eyes on Jesus, the man, God in the flesh, who came to pay the price for our sin and suffered and died and rose again that we might have eternal life. So may this song bless you. Be thinking you might close your eyes and picture yourself in Jerusalem. Walking down those paths. Sweet. 
Let's all say amen. Amen. Today I pray through this message that you'll get to know a little bit better of what kind of man Jesus was. Now we see all these paintings of Jesus in a clean white robe and hair's all in place and got a halo around But I'm here to say that's not the kind of man Jesus was. Jesus was a rough man. He grew up helping to build and construct things as a carpenter. The Bible says that he is the Son of God. And Jesus said, I'm the Son of Man. Now, we might think, and I I used to think that maybe Jesus, just because he was the Son of God, that he got extra privileges walking in a man's body, but he didn't. When he took a hammer and hit his finger by accident, it hurt. That's right. He went to the bathroom, just like all of us do. See, we want... We want Jesus to be, as a man, we want him not to be a regular man. Now, we heard the song, Jesus, No Ordinary Man. Well, I I beg to differ. Because he had to be a man like you and me do in order to pay the price for the sins of the whole world. Jesus didn't come to this earth with a silver spoon in his mouth. He didn't come with extra privileges. He was born in a lowly manger in a place where Mary had to have her baby where the animals were fed and put up at night. And he grew up and his daddy Joseph taught him the things that men need to know when they grow up. And the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way that you and I have been tempted. That's right. And so we really need to understand more about the kind of man Jesus was. He was like you and me, Philip. And yet, he is the Son of God, and He is, was the Son of Man. That's right. And so, sin came into the world through a man. Right. God held Adam responsible. And if a man is a godly man, and he is following the Lord... Then God holds the man responsible for whatever happens in his family. True. Holds the man responsible. And so, God had this plan before they even created us. There was a plan of redemption. But through man, sin came into the world, and sin brings death. 
That's why we're getting old. We're going to die unless the rapture takes place. Not perhaps because we sinned back then, but it's because mankind sinned. That's right. And it brought death. And so there had to be a man, a perfect man, to pay the price for our sin. And so Jesus told the Father, I'll go. It was already planned because God knew, He knows the end from the beginning. He knew that man was going to fall. But he didn't leave us hanging. God never leaves people hanging. There's always a way out. And he said, I'll send my son to pay the price for the sins, not only of man, but women, all mankind. Jesus lived a life <clears throat> that a lot of us men couldn't live because we're just too plain sorry. Jesus lived a hard life. He lived a hard life. The Jewish custom was for the eldest son, if something happened to the daddy, then the eldest son would be responsible. So we wonder why Jesus started the ministry at 30 years old. Because he was a man doing what men were required to do. And that was to watch over his family. Take care of his family. But at 30 years old, at 30 years old, it was time. And I want to tell you something, beloved. There's coming a time when it's going to be your time to stand out and stand up for Jesus. And Jesus went to John in the River Jordan and was baptized. But today we're going to baptize Josie and a couple more. But that baptism brought the Holy Ghost and Jesus was anointed for the ministry. Amen. Jesus was anointed for the ministry. From that day forth, he had no word that he could call home. And it reminds me that when we're born again of the Spirit of God, then we don't have a home down here. We're on the place where we stay. We like to call it home. But this world is not our home. Amen. We have a heavenly home. Amen. But we're still in human bodies. And this body, because of sin, is dying. And because it's dying, things quit working. Amen. <laughs> Things do quit working. Yes. But Jesus, as the Son of God, can help us through 
the sickness and the dying and the age that sin has brought on. In the book of Matthew, we see where Jesus, he started doing miracles. First of all, it was turning the water into wine. But this one here is when Jesus spoke to the wind. Now, as a man, listen to me, I hope that y'all get this today. As a man, Jesus could have not done anything as a man unless the anointing was upon him. Because he didn't come. Jesus didn't come to set up a kingdom here. He came to be the perfect sacrifice so that we could go to heaven and have eternal life and we could have some kind of life in this world. I'm surprised when I look around and see the people that are just existing. They're not living. They're not enjoying things. They're not enjoying the things of God. They're not enjoying the things that He's created. They're just existing. They live day by day. And always negative. Always something's wrong. Or I don't feel good. Well, listen. I don't think very many people do feel good when they get our age. But Jesus has given us, and the Father has given us the Holy Ghost. But as a human being, you and I, and even Jesus, without the anointing, when John baptized him, the Holy Ghost came down upon him and gave him Holy Ghost power to do miracles and to do the things that he did. But when he, when he walked up Calvary's hill, he was a man. That's right. The Bible says that he was beaten so bad that his face was not even recognizable. That was the man Jesus. That they had taken whips and put barbs on him. And when they cracked him across the back and the legs and they pulled it back, it would rip the flesh plumb to the bone. The man. The man with the power of God was able to endure the cross. And Jesus, the Bible says, that when he grew up, we see all these beautiful pictures of him. But the Bible says that he wasn't attractive. Mm-mm. You know, some people are attractive. Some people are not. The Bible says that he was not attractive. He was a man that didn't come to be looked at and a man that people wanted to set up. They did want to set him up, but he he was not attractive. He wasn't beautiful. But when he spoke to the storm, what happened? Calm the storm. 
And you know, Jesus is not a man any, anymore. When he took his last breath, listen to me today. When he took his last breath on the cross, he said it is finished, and him being a man was finished because he took the sins of the whole world upon his body on the cross of Calvary and paid a debt he didn't owe. That's right. Amen. And we owe a debt that we can't pay. That's right. He went all the way as a man to be that perfect sacrifice. That's right. Was he tempted by women? I'm sure he was. The Bible says he was tempted in all ways, but no sin. Amen. You see, we can flee temptation, can't we? Amen. Sometimes I didn't. And it really was bad. Isaiah 53, 1 and 5. 1 through 5. Verse 2 says, He had no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. What kind of man was Jesus? He was a man of sorrows. He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He came to this earth as a baby through a virgin womb and grew up to be a man. And he found that no one believed him when he said he was the Son of God. And he that's the reason he came into the world and the world received him not. He was acquainted with grief and rejection and sorrow. Amen. And acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised. He was a man that was despised by the religious people of that day. Amen. Jesus, listen to me. Jesus didn't fit in with religion. Amen. No, he didn't. Jesus did not fit in just like most of my my days good of being a child of God and being a preacher. I felt like I really don't fit in anywhere. This is the closest that I feel like I fit in somewhat. When I'm in a nursing home, I feel like I fit in somewhat. But we dedicated Born again, Bible believing, Holy Ghost filled people, we don't fit in anywhere in this world. That's right. We don't fit in. I can go to one church with their doctrine and they might believe this and believe that and what you shouldn't do and what you should do, rules, regulations, bondage. And I can go to another church, they believe something else different, and I don't fit in. I've never fit into any denomination. Jesus didn't fit in either. I, I, 
I thought about this when they when he came into Jerusalem waving palm branches. Hosanna to the king. They were caught up. And people are getting caught up in movements now. Amen. And it ain't gonna last, Carol. Amen. These movements. Bless him, Lord. You get caught up in a movement, and then when the lights are turned out at night, what have you got? These people got caught up in the movement. Here come Jesus, King of the Jews. And it wasn't before the week was over that many of them were hollering, crucifying, kill it, get him out of here. I want you to know today, if you're truly following the Lord, you're not going to fit in in any religion or church. Amen. You say, well, what about Indian Methodist Fellowship? A lot of folks ain't going to fit in here. They'll come and go. But I say this to you, that Jesus as a man made it possible for us to receive the Holy Ghost and the baptism of the Holy Ghost and I surprised myself this morning, first time that I've really sang in tongues and I don't know how long, I'm amazed at what Jesus and the Father has given you and me that can lift us up and let us walk in heavenly places here on earth. Amen. Thank God for the man Jesus. Amen. Made it possible for my sins and your sins to be forgiven. Amen. Forgiven. Amen. Isn't it wonderful to be forgiven? Amen. Isn't it hard for us to forgive others? Yeah. It really is. But you know what? You might as well pray and go to the bathroom and pray in that commode. If you if you have something against someone, if you're holding bitterness and gall in your heart. Yes, Lord. I'm telling you right now, God is not hearing or answering your prayers until you make it right and you repent and ask God to forgive you. And if it's at all possible, ask the person to forgive you. You might say, it was their fault. It don't matter whose fault it was. You forgive. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and He shall lift you up. Amen. Bless him, Lord. Bless him. Glory to God. We want everybody to love us, don't we? How many seen the passion? That did not come close to how bad Jesus was treated. But it's closer than him sitting on a, a little white stool with a halo around his head. Jesus was a man that paid the debt for our sins. He had to be rugged, dude. Building things, using his muscles. Rugged man, 
for three years, the only time that he got any comfort according to the word of God is when Lazarus, Martha, and Mary would welcome him into the house and he got to sleep on something soft. He was a rocky man. He was a man of men. knows what us men goes through. We have his heart. We want to protect our wife. We want to provide. We don't mind getting out in the cold and working on some of these wonderful men, coal miners that went back in the ground, miles back in a hole to support their families. Jesus was that kind of man too. He went in a deep hole for you and me. He sure did. I really don't know how to end this today except for us to get this picture that Jesus was so freely and fluffy. He's a man. He was a man of men. Praise God. I've always wondered what it would be like just to walk up to Jesus sort of hey, hey Jesus sort of punch him a little on the shoulder. I bet you punch him back. And I want to tell you
John tells us that it's very important for us to remember that he came in the flesh. And he warns us that there are going to be many in the world that will claim that Jesus is God and he's holy, but they will not claim that he came in the flesh. And Buck has told us this morning the importance of knowing and realizing that Jesus is God, but he came in the flesh because it was the only way that he could atone for the sins of the world was through his own body. John says, Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And if you're not born again, you can't even say that Jesus was born, that he has come in the flesh. And in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, as Pastor Buck said from the beginning of the foundation of the world, the Lord knew that he was going to have to come. And he did say, I'll go. Chapter 10, verse 9. Then said he, said Jesus, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, the sacrifice of animals and bulls and their blood. He taketh away the first and the law, that he may establish the second, the second covenant, the covenant with us through his death and resurrection, by the which will we are sanctified, we are set apart, we have been made holy through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Lord Jesus, we praise you and thank you that you left your throne sitting at the right hand of God the Father. You said, Father, I'll go because I know, Father, that's the only way to save our creation. All those that we created, that we love, and we don't want them to perish eternally. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for coming and dying in our place. Thank you for your precious blood. Thank you that you tasted of death that we do not have to taste of that eternal death, that we will live with you eternally. That the minute we, are, we lose our lives, our physical lives here on this earth, Jesus, we will see you face to face. We thank you for that. Thank you for your suffering. Thank you for the pain. Thank you for your, your example to us of what a servant is. Thank you for your humility. Thank you, Lord, for doing the will of God, for being an obedient servant right to the end. Help us, as your children, Father, to be more and more like Jesus, to be an example to the world that we truly believe that Jesus came in the flesh to pay the price for the sin of the whole world. Might, might the unsaved come to know you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
today for someone that needs prayer, someone that's drifted away. I invite you to come. I've heard this and I've said it. Why well, you get saved back there? You get saved anywhere. If Jesus was willing to be beat, stripped, buck naked, and nailed to a cross, then we ought to have enough gumption to get up and come up to the altar. That's not preached either. But they stripped him of his garments. And to his shame, hung there on the cross in front of his mother, his disciples, the religious scribes and Pharisees. If you be the Son of God, come down off of there. The man had to hang there and take the sins of the whole world. And he did it, didn't he? He did it. He sure did. But I give you the hand for any reason. Time's running out. I'm telling you. This old man's telling you time's running out for this world. And time's running out for you and me too. You better get it right.
think of this, but keep hanging. Hold on. Thank you, Lord. That's true. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You got some more candles on there? Okay. All right. Uh, it. I want to do something a little different before we sing our song. Good, would you stand up and dismiss us, please? Lord, we thank you for what we felt here today, Lord. We know you've been here with us today. You've been in our midst. And we just ask that you would go with us and be with us and watch over each and every one here. Yes. Be with the baptizing this evening, Lord. Yes, God. Lord, we just thank you for these uh, young girls that's uh, going to be baptized. They are special. And we just ask, uh, we just know this little church is special, Lord. We yes. just ask that you would continue to touch it and be with all of us. We love and praise you. Amen. Well, let's stand. <coughs> I hope to see you at the baptism this evening. No, I'll be here. 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 I'